Welcome to another episode of the Power of the Pause with Colleen Falto, energetic weight loss coach. So energetic weight loss, you ask, we are talking about weight loss in your physical 3D body through the vehicle of weight loss in your 5D energetic body, right? Releasing your body, your emotions, your mental state from the suppressed trauma that is holding on to weight in your physical body, right? Weight loss is a $3 billion industry that's designed to keep you stuck on the hamster wheel because you're just looking at the 3D. You're just looking at your physical body. In this world, we look at your central nervous system, your neuro-linguistics programming, how your brain is wiring and firing to be in lack rather than abundance. And if you look at your energy and what you're calling in, and we heal all of it, baby. It's what we do. So today we're going to talk about healing the father wound, aka daddy issues. <laughs> so this is a topic that a lot of people are hesitant to go there when it comes to their father wound and healing around that because they had a really good childhood perhaps, right? Like my dad was totally present. He was there for me. He worked really hard. He gave me a great life and I shouldn't have issues around my dad, right? I should just feel really good and really grateful for all that I've had. That is not so much how it works. It isn't about how your dad showed up for you. It's about your perception of your dad as a child, right? Your perception. And in order to heal our perception as adults, we have to go back and heal our perception from our inner child, right? In order to heal your perception that life isn't fair, that diets will never work, that you know your relationship is always gonna be destined to be a certain thing. We have to go back and we have to do the inner child work and see where the core wounding of abandonment, of worthiness, of lack came in and reparent your inner child. So today we're going to talk about daddy issues, the father wound, dun, dun, dun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so pretty much daddy issues is the pain of not getting the love you needed from your dad as a child. And it causes issues as an adult with men right? It causes issues with the men that you choose to date romantically. A lot of times it perpetuates into your relationship with your boss, right? If you have a male figure in your life in whatever way, and you're having issues with that figure, it's really important to go back and look at your father wounding and see what the deal is there and reparent at that level, right? Everything is us pushed out. Everything in life is us pushed out. And so it's really easy to get in victim mentality in life, right? That's super, super easy to be like, life's not fair. I always meet this person. I always have this boss. But if we're seeing patterns in our life, right? If we're seeing patterns in our life, it's really important to look within and ask ourselves what our role in those patterns are, right? Ask ourselves, what am I doing to constantly call in the same relationships over and over and over? Okay, so 35% of households grow up without a dad at all. Obviously, those, those father issues, that father wound is very apparent because you always wanted love from a man in your life that you didn't get, right? 90% of homeless youths grow up in a fatherless home. And that's very startling behavior. And it just... It just goes to show that who are we to judge, right? Who are we to judge people that are struggling? We don't know their past. We don't know 
what happened in their lives to get them to where they were. I'm a woman in recovery, right? Recovery, addiction, it's not a choice of morality. It's an addiction. It's a disease based on core trauma that you need help accessing and releasing what this is all about. Back to our stats, 85% of all children with behavioral disorders grew up in a fatherless home, right? Now, abandonment isn't always physical abandonment. It can be a dad that's obsessed with work and that's generational trauma, right? That's because your father's father was not available on some level and always obsessed with work. So on a subconscious level, your father feels that if he puts all of his effort into work, if he makes enough money, then he'll be good enough for his dad. That's his wounded inner child operating as an adult and feeding into your wounded inner child, feeling abandoned because your dad is always working and you feel that your dad cares more about work than you, right? So your dad recreates that and then you recreate that the whole golden child. Now, again, abandonment is not always physical. It can be invalidating and unnurturing. It can be, I've worked with many clients that have a father wound because their father had a very stressful job, traveled a lot and would come home and they didn't know what mood their father would be in. And so they felt that they had to put their emotions on the back burner just to be there for their dad and see what mood dad was in today. And it created a trauma for them and it created suppressed trauma that as adults, they don't feel like they can fully be present to their emotions because they continue that pattern of looking for people around them, looking at their emotions and seeing where they need to flex out their needs to fit the emotions of the people around them, right? That is what it's about, like your perception and how you're continuing on that perception as an adult and how it's making you look for external dopamine hits to self-soothe, self-regulate from a dysregulated central nervous system because your father was emotionally unavailable as a child because his father was emotionally available to him and he works too much to fill that inner child wounding. You are emotionally unregulated now and you look to fill other people's emotions to not fill yours because you don't feel worthy of it. That's the core abandonment, the core worthiness wound that also makes you reach for toxic dopamine hits to feel good because you can't regulate your dopamine on your own. So you were looking for external relationships, codependency. You're looking for food, you're looking for alcohol. And again, so much of this work is that these are little patterns there's bigger connections to the little patterns. It's like, well, some days I eat too much food. Some days I drink too much alcohol. Some days I'm super codependent. Some days I'm this, some days I'm that. But it's the bigger patterns that we're looking at. It is all an external dopamine hit. So again, feeling the need to get, to be a certain way to get love as a child creates an abandonment wound, creates a worthiness wound. I'm not enough as is. I need to fill my dad's day. I need to fill my dad's cup right? Maybe this time I'll be good enough. And it's your inner child operating from the father wound, AKA daddy issues. So if you're always picking guys that you know, it won't work out with because deep down it feels safe knowing it won't work out. That is something I I dealt with for a really, really long time. I always picked guys that 
I knew on some level or another weren't really right for me. And I knew, I knew in my core that it wouldn't work out, but that to me was safe. That to me was safe. Right. Cause I never really had that relationship of just me feeling unconditional love. Now my father, amazing man, amazing father. It was my perception. It was not him. And it took me a really long time to get to the root of my daddy issues. So I was like, my dad was always available, right? My dad was always there, but I grew up. I had learning disabilities growing up. I was held back from my twin sister in first grade. And I had this core belief that I wasn't enough, that it was me. I had this core belief as a seven-year-old that every other kid was moving on to second grade. And I was the only one being held back since I had a twin sister, have a twin sister at the time it perpetuated and I was below my twin sister. So I would get crazy anxiety when people would bring that up. Cause I thought that everyone was judging me. Same thing as like at the gym, when you're at the gym, you see those memes all the time where people are like insecure. People are looking at them. No one's looking at you. Everyone's doing their own thing. As a child, I've been able to go back and reparenting myself. No one was looking at me as a child and like, you're a grade below your twin sister. That's crazy. No one really cared. But in my mind, I created this story, right? That I wasn't enough. That is what it's about. It's about getting to your perception of life as a child and seeing how you've been playing it out so you can rewire it, right? what is your father narrative? What is your narrative of your father growing up? And again, setting aside that your dad was a great man. No, this isn't about judging your dad on any level. This is about looking at your perception of your childhood, right? My narrative was that I was a project. And if I changed or was a little bit different, I would get love more and I wouldn't be a bother. Because again, growing up, I had learning differences. I was held back. I had tutoring. My sisters didn't have that. And now as an adult, looking at human design, I see it completely differently. Now as an adult, I'm like, I just have different gifts than them, right? My older sister, she's a social worker, does very well, um, trains different social workers on how to deal with children. I could never do what she does. My twin sister, she's a nurse. She does very well. She trains nurses. I could never do that. Granted, in the same sense, they could never do what I do. One's not better. One's not worse. We're just different. And when you study human design, you're able to see, oh, wow, my gifts just express themselves at a different time. I wasn't a bother. There was nothing wrong with me. But my narrative as a child was that I was a project. I was different. And I was a bother, right? And so now I get to go back and be like, no, Colleen, that's crazy. You were so lovable then. You're so lovable now, right? I felt guilty for all that my parents did to try and help me. And I still wasn't right. I still didn't get good grades. I still got in trouble, right? Um, and so I had this, this story, this narrative that I had to really unpack from my mother wound and my father wound that was perpetuating in me picking relationships with men that were perpetuating the same situations where it just wasn't, we, we didn't really want each other. It wasn't really a mix. I knew it wouldn't really work out, but that was safer for me because I never really felt unconditional love. Although my parents did give me unconditional love, my perception was that I wasn't worthy of it. Again, it has nothing to do with your parents. If we're going to unpack 
your daddy issues, your father, when you have to realize it has nothing to do with your parents, right? So my abandonment wound from childhood came from not feeling like I fit in with my sisters who did much better in school. They went to a better private school than me. And it went into codependency and had me attracting people that were emotionally unavailable to me, right? Ding, ding, ding. That is, that is the ticket. That's, that's the hot stuff that we're like, wow, you know, I'm not going to call myself a victim because I've had a handful of relationships that haven't worked out. I'm going to look at my wounding and I'm going to heal my core wounding and my perception as a child, right? Doing this work, I have gone from feeling like I'm a bother, like like there's something wrong with me to feeling like it is a gift to be in my life. Not in a conceited way. We should all feel that way. We should all feel that it's a gift to be in our lives. We should all feel that we we bring a huge amount of love of something to the table. Again, we should all feel like that. But until we go back and heal our perception of life as a child, we cannot feel heal our perception of that as an adult, right? That is what this work is all about. That's what it's all about, getting to that root. Hey, back to my notes over here. So I would choose men I didn't feel like I was enough for because again, I just, we just didn't, didn't match. It just wasn't a match. And it allows my inner child to create that not feeling like I was enough. Cause it's safer as weird as that sounds. And when you unpack it and you see it, you're like, that's insane. Um, my ex-husband, my kid's dad, great guy, such a great guy. We weren't a match when we got divorced. Everyone was like, yeah, you guys just weren't a match. Like you guys were just never a match. We got along really well. You know, at that time in our lives, we were a match, but I very much changed. And I very much outgrew the relationship, right? And that was part of my daddy issues. That was part of my abandonment wound from growing up, choosing men that just weren't a match for me. So I could recreate this pattern of feeling like I just wasn't enough. We just didn't, didn't fit, right? And so how I heal this, how you heal this, how my clients heal this, Becoming your own inner father, internal family systems theory. That's what this is all about. Looking at your core wounds. We unconsciously keep choosing situations we're subconsciously hurting from in our childhood, hoping the outcome will be different, but we're recreating it and recreating it and recreating it. Then we're over here like, why do I keep recreating the same thing, right? Because you're subconsciously choosing it from your unhealed core wounding. Insecure attachment style comes into this, right? Insecure attachment style. I dealt with that for a long, long time. When there's a problem in a relationship with your friend, with your partner, with anyone, and you get really insecure and you want to like latch on and you want to you want to talk and you want to work it all out and your partner just wants some space and you're like, no, we have to work it out. We have to talk through it. Those are two different attachment styles. And those attachment styles do not work with each other if you do not have great emotional awareness around them. And if you do not have a great way to be able to cope through those, those issues, right? Um, and instead of asking why you're doing this, ask what you're available for. Ask what your inner wounding is coming through. And then you have the opportunity to heal, right? You have the opportunity to heal. Now, a lot of this whole daddy issues goes into dating down, right? Dating down. 
that's another way that people do this process of feeling like they're, they're safe. No one's going to hurt them. Um, but you're recreating the patterns because you're dating down, you're dating people that, that you're, I, how, how, how do you say this in a, not a cliche way? You're dating people that normally you would look at each other and be like, oh, she's a little hotter. He's a little hotter, whatever the case is, but you feel safe and you feel that they won't leave you. And it's recreating the patterns. And a lot of times people choose to date down because it makes them feel safe because their inner child doesn't feel safe. And then you're, you're not really finding your match. You're just wanting to control the situation because you feel out of control. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's such a vibe. That's such a vibe. And so becoming your own inner father and your internal family systems theory, that is, that is the dive. That is the deeper dive to heal all this stuff. So becoming your own inner father as, as a adult woman, that sounds kind of weird, but it's about looking at your life, looking at all that you've accomplished, looking at everything in your life and telling yourself, good job. I am proud of you not needing to hear that from anyone else, you know, regardless of what anyone else thinks of my life, right? I'm in a triple small business owner, right? I've been working for myself for over seven years now, completely supporting myself. Other people look at what I do and they're like, wow, you take a lot of risks. I invest very heavily in myself. I've invested over a hundred grand over the last seven years on my healing journey on coaching, on my self-development to be able to be where I am today, right? I meet people all the time and I go live on my stories, one out all the time. I go live online all the time. I do my podcast all the time and people are like, how do you do it? I'm like, I just do it. How do you not? You know, this courage that I have, I paid for it. It didn't come overnight. I paid for it. You know, I, I, now what I do is essentially mindset work. It's weight loss through mindset work. We don't talk about food. We don't talk about food. We don't talk about anything. We talk about living in abundance over living in lack. And that gets you to heal your lack mentality around food. I'm a mindset coach essentially. Right. And all of that, a lot of people, people in my own family, like, Hey, do you have a 401k? How much money are you saving a month? And I'm like, well, I just invested in a whole new coach. I'm learning the law of assumption now. You know what I mean? And they're like, Colleen, oh my goodness. And that's okay. Knowing it's okay that they have their priorities and I have my priority knowing it's okay that we all live differently, but accepting and embracing yourself being like, yeah, that's amazing. You know? Um, and not everyone takes the risks that I take doesn't make it wrong. Doesn't make it right. Do I feel good about it? Yes. That is all that matters. That's all that matters. If you feel good about your choices, you feel good about your actions. Why do you need someone else to feel good about it? Right? Why do you need someone else to be like, you're doing a good job. If you think you're doing a good job, you know, it's, it's, it's so funny because you look at everything nowadays with Facebook and Instagram and how, and how fake it is. Right. And how like, you're seeing the highlight reel and we we judge ourselves based on other people that are judging themselves too. Do you genuinely feel good about your life? Do you genuinely put your head on the pillow every day and feel good? Do you wake up feeling good? Cause I know I do. I write a page in my journal every day, what I love about my life. And one of the biggest things I love about my life is knowing without a shadow of a doubt where I was, 
where I am and where I'm going. And the fact that I get to keep myself so accountable through coaching women through their dark nights of the soul. When I I have made such a transformation, I look back on my life two years ago and I look back at my life now, it is unrecognizable. And I'm not sorry for saying that because it is true, you know? And if you're hearing this and you're triggered by that, that has much more to do with you than it does with me. And I understand that. If someone doesn't like me, it's a projection of them. It's not about me, you know? I was talking to a client earlier today, daddy issues about, right? about the types of men she was calling in, the types of men that she's choosing and raising her standards so she can get rid of the 5D weight of being in relationships that aren't serving her, right? And I said to her, everything is you pushed out. And so if you're dating men that are not being very respectful to you or not treating the way you deserve to be treated, that's how they treat themselves, you know? If you're dating a guy that ghosts you, he ghosts himself, right? Everything is you pushed out. You don't walk around telling yourself how much you love yourself all day, telling yourself how proud you are of yourself, working on your worthiness, your self-compassion, your self-love and your self-worth, and then treat other people really bad. You just don't. That's not how it works. Everything is you pushed out. And so when you realize this and you do this deeper dive and you heal at this core level, you work in your internal family systems, look at it without judgment, what you're holding on to for shame, for guilt, for lack around your family and do the reparenting yourself. See the patterns. Step into creator mode, not victim mode of your life. See the patterns that you are perpetuating and take ownership for it. You know, again, creator, not the victim of your life. If you're coming up against the same thing over and over and over, you got to stop blaming other people. You got to start looking within, you know what I mean? And that's a gift. There's no shame in that. We can all look within for the rest of our lives, right? But instead of asking what is it about other people? Start looking within, start looking within, doing the deeper dive, seeing your perception of life as a child, seeing your skewed perception of life as a child, not making anything wrong, just looking at it for what it is, taking the emotion out of the situation, looking at your core wounds, becoming your own internal family system, detaching with love from people that don't get you and raising your spirituality, raising your consciousness to acceptance, choosing love over fear right? Choosing love over fear. All right. That's all I got today. Sending so much love. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at Colleen, C-O-L-L-E-E-N, Falto, Evison Frank, A-L-T-O-T. I have a bunch of freebies in the link tree. Um, I have six month coaching programs to help you do your shadow work, help you own your insecurities and help you change the trajectory of the rest of your life by learning to master an abundance mindset over lack mindset, therefore losing the physical, the mental, and the emotional weights that you deserve to lose. All right. Sending so much love.